Praise God, praise God. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going to be praying. We're going to be praying for widows, orphans, children, teenagers, and youths. Hallelujah. Matthew 19, verse 14. Jesus said, let the little children come unto me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as this. We will pray that they are guided and protected by the Lord, abounding in grace and favor. Their steps are ordered of the Lord. The youths, the youths are full of wisdom and knowledge of God's word continually growing, ever increasing in his love. Hallelujah. Right now, let us begin to pray. We are praying for the widows, the orphans, the children, the teenagers, and the youths. Hallelujah. The Lord says that he is the father to the fatherless and is the husband to the widow. Yes, let us begin to pray right now. Santa, 
Yes, your words say Jesus Christ said, so are the little children to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of God. Yes, the Lord said, is the father to the fatherless, is the husband to the widow. We'll pray for the widows, the orphans, the children, the teenagers, and the youth. Reki kaman shatakabaya, yesi kapara kute nevizo frakadele kisu pakatilaya, bali koshina mangra dagabasata. Yes, the widows and the orphans, they are protected from wicked and unreasonable men. They are not taken advantage of. Rika sofla katayala manda. Yes, hallelujah, your wisdom is at work in them, both to will and to do of your good pleasures. Lika sefe kino krono kovosu tukubaya, bali koso frakadele kisu prakadela, lusheki kapana katele mondi. Oh, glory to God. Yes, grace is abounding. Favor is abounding towards them, O God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, their steps are ordered of the Lord. Yes, the steps of the youth, the teenagers, the children, they are ordered of the Lord. Yes, hallelujah. They are full of 
of wisdom, they increase in the knowledge of God. In his wisdom, they are driven, oh God, by the word of God. Yes, they are continually growing in the love of God, which passes human understanding. They are set apart for the glories and the beauties of God. Yes, the kingdom of God is manifested in and through them. Yes, these ones, hallelujah. They will fulfill their callings in Christ Jesus. Never to be taken advantage of, never to be used as instruments of evil and propagation of wickedness. Oh, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory, 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 for children are the heritage of the Lord. And the Bible says, the scriptures has clearly told us that anyone that has children is like a man that has his quiver full of arrows and he can answer the enemy at the gate. With his children, with his teenagers, with his youths. Yes, the Lord is answering the enemies at the gate. They are manifestos of the divine life of Christ. Anywhere they are, all around the cities, the nations, the countries, they are separated from wicked and unreasonable men. They are kept, hallelujah. In God's love and protection, in God's guidance, oh God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, they are kept from wicked and unreasonable men. They are severed from the wrong associations. In the name of the Lord Jesus, yes, for your life is at work in them, but to will and to do of your good pleasures. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the Lord God Almighty, who was, who is, and who is to come. Thank you, precious Jesus. For in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon. Good evening, good night, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time, you are welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Amarak for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in this time of intercessory prayers. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going to a session of praise and worship, after which we'll be taking the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Hallelujah. Over to you, dear esteemed Sister Grace. Do have a pleasant day today. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Debbie, for that session of prayer for our children and orphans and widows. And thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for the opportunity to lead God's people in worship. Thank you so much, ma'am. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from at this time. 
Right away, you are just go ahead and sing a new song to God. Give him praise. Oh, you are glorious. You're mighty. Father, we lift up our hands in worship to you. Oh, Yalaba Oh, Lord, my God, how powerful is your name? Oh, Lord, my God, how glorious is your name oh lord my god how powerful is your name oh lord my god how glorious is your name how excellent is your name how excellent is your name how excellent is your name god how excellent is your name oh you are amazing oh lord you are a wonder yes lord you're the great king of glory how excellent is your name Mm, you are amazing, oh Lord, you are a wonder, you're the great King of glory, how excellent is your name, oh Lord. My God, how powerful is your name, oh Lord, great God, how glorious is your name, how excellent is your name 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 oh yes you're amazing, Jesus, you're a wonder, oh God, you're the hope of all nations, how glorious is your name. 
Hallelujah. You are amazing. My God, you are a wonder. Oh, you're the beauty of creation. How powerful is your name. How excellent is your name how excellent is your name how excellent is your name oh god how excellent is your name how powerful is your name how powerful is your name how glorious is your name how glorious is your name jesus how powerful is your name oh god how wonderful is your name how glorious is your name how excellent is your name oh god how powerful is your name in all the earth jesus how powerful is your name how glorious is your name how glorious is your name oh lord i my god how powerful is your name jesus great god how glorious is your name oh lord my god how powerful is your name oh lord mighty god how glorious is your name how powerful is your name Thank you, Lord. How powerful is your name? How powerful is your name? How powerful is your name, O Lord God? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory to God. 
please confirm that you can hear me very well, esteemed co-host. I can hear you. Thank you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Thank you for joining us once again in the time of our daily devotion. Thank you, dear Sister Grace, for that amazing time. You know, I didn't want it to end. Thank you, dear Pastor Deborah, for the time of intercession. Glory to God. We'll go straight into our devotional article for today. And today is Wednesday, the 26th of January, 2021. Your life is a house. We're sharing the devotional article on the screen so that you can join us as we review the devotion together. Praise God. Your life is a house. And now, brethren, oh, our favorite scripture of all times. <laughs> I'm sure it has become many people's favorite scripture. I've so quoted this scripture in this platform. Eh? And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. Acts 20 and verse 32. I just love this scripture. It reminds me of the integrity of the word, the dependability of the word, how that you can stick your life on the word and come back with a testimony. Sometimes there are those who say, I want to build my life financially, or I want to build my life spiritually. It makes no difference in which area you desire to build your life. What you need is God's word. That's the only material given to us to build our lives. Please put a stress, underline the word only. <laughs> you know, many of us feel like there are many materials to build our lives. No, the only material to build your life is the word. It's just like we don't eat grass. We don't eat sand. We eat food. The material to build the body is food. Even the supplements that they try to give you, it's called food supplements. Because it is food that builds the body. It says the only material given to us to build our lives is the word. God's word. Please don't miss this. Don't miss this. God's word will build you up spiritually, mentally, financially, emotionally psychologically, etc. If you say, ah, stomach, my heart is broken. I was in one relationship for like six years. I invested my life for six years. This guy just left me and broke my heart. Don't worry. The word of God here is going to build you up emotionally. He said, this whole life has been so hectic. My mental health, I feel depressed, Sister Maka. So much has happened to me. Sister Maka, you will not understand. Don't worry. If I don't understand, the word of God understands. Mentally, financially, emotionally, psychologically, and in every ramification, that's the meaning of the word, etc. Read our theme verse again. Oh yeah, let's read it. And now, brethren, I commend you to God. That is, I'm giving you over to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. The word of his grace. See that statement, the word of his grace. If I go into it, <laughs> we'll have a service. The word of God has grace. Grace for any single thing in this life. 
life. You say, ah, I want, I, 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 I like that grace. It is in the word. The word of God has grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Your life, according to the scriptures, is like a house to be built. And that's why Jesus said, nobody who hears, does, and leaves his word is, a, is like, he said, anybody who hears, does, and leaves his word is like a man who built his house on a rock. He said, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Matthew 7, 25. Yesterday, um, at the selling time and you know in subsequent times i've been saying that be tough be strong and i just want you to pick something from this verse it talked about the floods that came it talks about the rain that descended it talks about the wind that blew it talked about the fact that they beat on the house brothers and sisters expect challenges that's what he's talking about the rain must fall the wind must blow the storms must rise he said, but they will beat upon this house and the house will still be standing. The only reason the house will fall if it's not built on the rock. And the rock is Christ. And that's why the Bible says that if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. The word strength in that particular um, verse of the scripture is faith. If you read how to make your faith work, pastor talked about it. So he said, your faith is small. Little faith might get the job started, but little faith will not complete it. And that is why you must build up yourself in the word and by the word. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word. And great faith must be tried so that it can move from weak faith. Because you can be great. It's like somebody who is big in the body, but, but, but who just one staircase, you are tired. You are big in the body, but you are weak. Your bones, your muscles are not exercised. They are weak. So you can have great faith yet not have results. For weak faith to become strong faith, it must be tried. Those winds must blow. Those storms must hit and you must win. And that's why I tell you, you must win. You win or you win. It's the only choice that you have and you better win because you have won. I believe that you understand what I'm saying. However, the one who doesn't heed who doesn't give heed to the word is likened to a man who built his house on sand. And when the storms of life beat against the house, it came to a ruinous end. Great was the fall of it. Matthew 7, 27. Build your life on the word. We have said this thing again and again, and that's the highlight of this whole devotion, inspired by the word. Inspired by the word. It's the word of the word. Inspired by the word. Build your life on the word. It makes no difference. The crises and adversities that come against it, it will remain standing and it will be a great edifice. Praise God. Brothers and sisters, um, we've all come from different backgrounds, different families, even when different ministries, because I'm aware that there are quite a number of us here that are not in Christ embassy. But, um, the common ground that we have is Christ and Christ is the word. So no matter what happens, we're all united by one factor 
And the word of God is not respectable person of location or ministry. If you put it to work, it will work for you. Please build your life on the word. And I, I want to say this in closing. The Bible says in the last days, the love of many will wax cold. He said in the last days, many shall fall from the faith. And we are not surprised that it is happening. At some point, you say, how are the high and mighty falling? They are falling because they never built their life on the word. The word is no respecter of how much experience you have in being a Christian and how long you've been a Christian. The moment you stop building, you have trouble. Build on the word. It has told you today that the word of God can build you up financially, materially, emotionally. If your heart is broken, the word of God will fix it back together. And please let Christ be your life so that somebody will not be breaking your heart. Stop giving people your heart to break. When we came to Christ, we gave our lives to Christ. How did you, how did you pass to give somebody the heart and then somebody broke it? And you say, oh, Sister Maka, I'm married. Your heart is supposed to be hidden Christ in God. If God gave you the husband, the husband will not break the heart. If God gave you the wife, the wife will not break the heart. And that's why marrying who God has for you. <laughs> It's not a marriage seminar. Let, let, let's not enter there. We have had a great time reviewing um, the Rhapsody article for today. I'm going to hand over to Sister Joy for the next segment. Enjoy your day, everyone. Thank you for jo joining us once again. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for today's ministration. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening, depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Praise God. Okay, our Rhapsody of Reality further study. We're reading James 1, 22 to 25. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. But if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he builded himself and goeth his way and straightway forgeteth what manner of man he was. And also looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein. He be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. Matthew 7, 24 to 27. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I'll liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon the house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon the house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Praise God. Right now, we're going to take the confession together. You don't have to unmute your mic, just repeat after me wherever you are. Oh, the transforming and translational power of God's word. I will forever stand strong and tall 
even in the midst of the harshest of storms. Because my life is built on the word. The word infuses boldness, excellence, and dominion into my spirit. It keeps me in health, strength, and victory, causing me to experience unprecedented progress, peace, and prosperity in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. So right now we're going to move over. We're going to be taking the New Testament reading of the one-year Bible plan. Praise God. Thank you so much, Brother Martins, for helping share your screen. Today, we continue with Matthew chapter 18 from verse 15. Caption, restoring broken relationships. If your fellow believer sins against you, you must go to that one privately and attempt to resolve the matter. If he responds, your relationship is restored. But if his heart is closed to you, then go to him again, taking one or two others with you. You'll be fulfilling what the scripture teaches when it says, for every word may be verified by the testimony of two or three witnesses. And if he refuses to listen, then share the issue with the congregation in hopes of restoration. If he, if he still refuses to respond even to the church, then you must disregard him as though he were an outsider on the same level as an unrepentant sinner. Receive this truth. Whatever you forbid on earth will be considered to be forbidden in heaven. And whatever you release on earth will be considered to be released in heaven. Again, I give you an eternal truth. If two of you agree to ask God for something in a, symph in a symphony of prayer, my heavenly father will do it for you. For what? For wherever two or three come together in honor of my name, I am right there with them. Caption, unlimited forgiveness. Later, Peter approached Jesus and said, how many times do I have to forgive my fellow believer? Who keeps offending me? Seven times. Jesus answered, not seven times, Peter, but 70 times, seven times. The lessons of forgiveness in heaven's kingdom realm can be illustrated like this. There once was a king who had servants who had borrowed money from the royal treasury. He decided to settle accounts with each of them. As he began the process, it came to his attention that one of his servants owed him $1 billion. So he summoned the servant before him and said to him, pay me what you owe me. When his servant was unable to repay his debt, the king orders that he be sold as a slave, along with his wife and children and every possession they owned, as payment towards his debt. The servant threw himself face down at his master's feet and begged for mercy. Please be patient with me. Just give me more time and I'll repay all that I owe. Upon hearing his pleas, the king had compassion on his servant and released him and forgave his entire debt. No sooner had the servant left when he met one of his fellow servants who owed him $20,000. He seized him by the throat and began to choke him, saying, you had better pay me right now everything you owe me. His fellow servant threw himself face down at his feet and begged, 
please be patient with me. If you just give me time, I will repay you all that is owed. But the one who had his debt forgiven stubbornly refused to throw, stubbornly refused to forgive what was owed him. He had his fellow servant thrown into prison and demanded he remain there until he repaid the debt in full. When his associates saw what was going on, they were outraged and went to the king and told him the whole story. The king said to him, use Crondell. Is this the way you respond to my mercy? Because you begged me, I forgave you the massive debt you, that you owed. Why didn't you so, show the same mercy to your fellow servant that I showed to you? In a fury of anger, the king turned him over to the prison guards to be tortured until all his debt was paid. In this same way, my heavenly father will deal with any of you if you do not release forgiveness from your heart toward your fellow believer. Praise the Lord. Wow, what an amazing read. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Right now, I'd like to welcome the esteemed brother, John, as he takes us through the Old Testament Bible reading. Thank you, brother John. Thank you so much, Sister Joy. What an interesting read. I like the part when he said, my Heavenly Father will deal with you. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Um, welcome to the Old Testament segment of our one-year Bible reading plan. Uh, today we're in the book of Exodus, chapter 10 to 12. Thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for this opportunity. And thank you so much, Brother Martins. Please pardon me, you might be hearing some background noise um, outside. Praise God. From verse 1, Then the Lord said to Moses, Go back again and make your demand upon Pharaoh, for I have hardened him and his officials, so that I can do more miracles demonstrating my power. What stories you can tell your children and grandchildren about the incredible things I am doing in Egypt? Tell them what fools I made of the Egyptians, and how I prove to you that I am Jehovah. So Moses and Aaron requested another audience with Pharaoh and told him, Jehovah, the God of Hebrews, ask how long will you refuse to submit to me? Let my people go so they can worship me. If you refuse tomorrow, if you refuse tomorrow, I will cover the entire nation with a thick layer of locusts so that you won't even be able to see the ground. And they will finish destroying everything that escaped the hill. They will fill your palace and the homes of your officials and all the houses of Egypt. Never in history of Egypt has there been a plague like this will be. Then Moses talked out. The court officials now came to Pharaoh and asked him, are you going to destroy us completely? Don't you know even yet that all Egypt lies in ruins? Let the men go and serve Jehovah their God. So Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh. All right, go and serve Jehovah your God, he said. But just who is it you want to go? We will go with our sons and daughters, flocks and herds. Moses replied, we will take everything with us, for we must all join in the holy pilgrimage. Verse 10, in the name of God, I will not let you take your little ones. Pharaoh retorted, I can see your plot. Never, you that are men, go and save Jehovah, for that is what you asked for. And they were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. Then the Lord said to Moses, Hold out your hand over the land of Egypt to bring low cost 
they will cover the land and eat everything the hail has left. So Moses lifted up, lifted his rod, and Jehovah caused an east wind to blow all that day and night. And when it was morning, the east wind had brought the locusts, and the locusts covered the land of Egypt from border to border. It was the worst locust plague in all Egyptian history. And there will never again be another like it. For the locusts covered the face of the earth and blotted out the sun so that the land was darkened and they ate every bit of vegetation the hail had left. There remained not one green thing, not a tree, not a plant throughout all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh sent an urgent call for Moses and Aaron and said to them, I confess my sin against Jehovah your God and against you. Forgive my sin, only this once, and beg Jehovah your God to take away this deadly plague. I solemnly promise that I will let you go as soon as the locusts are gone. So Moses went out from Pharaoh and entreated the Lord, and he sent a very strong west wind, Kabaya, that blew the locusts out into the Red Sea, so that there remained not one locust in the land of Egypt. But the Lord had in Pharaoh's heart, and he did not let the people go. Then Jehovah said to Moses, Lift your hands to heaven, and darkness without a ray of light would descend upon the land of Egypt. So Moses did, and there was thick darkness over the land for three days. During all that time, the people scarcely moved, for all the people of Israel had light as usual. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and said, Go and worship Jehovah, for let your flocks and herds stay here. You can even take your children with you. No, Moses said, we must take our flocks and herds for sacrifices and bones offerings to Jehovah our God. Not a hoof shall be left behind, for we must have sacrifices for the Lord our God, and we do not know what he will choose until he will get there. So the Lord had them Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let them go. Get out of here and don't let me ever see you again. Pharaoh shouted at Moses, the day you do, you shall die. Very well, Moses replied, I will never see you again. That's a prophecy. Exodus chapter 11. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will send just one more disaster on Pharaoh and his land. And after that, he will let you go. In fact, he will be so anxious to get rid of you that they will practically throw you out of the country. Then all the men and women of Israel too. Tell all the men and women of Israel to ask their Egyptian neighbors for gold and silver jewelry. For God caused the Egyptians to be very favorable to the people of Israel. And Moses was a very great man in the land of Egypt, and was revered by Pharaoh's officials and the Egyptian people alike. Now Moses announced to Pharaoh, Jehovah says, about midnight, I will pass through Egypt. All the oldest sons shall die in every family in Egypt, from the oldest child to Pharaoh, of Pharaoh, heir to his throne, to the oldest child of his lowliest slave, and even the firstborn of the animals, the will of death, will resound throughout the entire land of Egypt. Never before has there been such anguish, and it will never be again. But not a dog shall move his tongue against any of the people of Israel, nor shall any of their animals die. Then you will know that Jehovah makes a distinction between Egyptians and Israelis. All these officials of yours will come running to me, bowing low and begging, please leave at once and take all your people with you. Only then will I go. Then red-faced with anger, Moses stomped out from the palace.
the Lord had told Moses, Pharaoh won't listen. And this will give me the opportunity of doing mighty miracles to demonstrate my power. So although Moses and Aaron did these miracles right before Pharaoh's eyes, the Lord hardened his heart so that he wouldn't let the people leave the land. Exodus chapter 12. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, from now on, this month will be the first and most important of the entire year. Annually, on the 10th day of this month, announce this to all the people of Israel. Each family shall get a lamb, or if a family is small, let it share the lamb with another small family in the neighborhood. Whether to share in this way depends on the size of the families. This animal shall be a year-old male, either a sheep or a goat, without any defects. On the evening of the 14th day of this month, all these lambs shall be killed, and their blood shall be placed on the two side frames of the door of every home and on the panel above the door. Use the blood of the lamb eaten in that home. Everyone shall eat roast lamb that night with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. The meat must not be eaten raw or boiled, but roasted, including the head, legs, heart, and liver. Do not eat any of it the next day. If all is not eaten that night, burn what is left. Verse 11, eat it with your traveling clothes on. Prepare for a long journey, wearing your walking shoes and carrying your walking sticks in your hands. Eat it hurriedly. This observance shall be called the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt tonight and kill all the oldest sons and firstborn male, male animals in the land of Egypt and execute judgment upon the gods of Egypt. For I am Jehovah. The blood you have placed on the doorpost will be proof that you obey me. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and I will not destroy your firstborn children when I smite the land of Egypt. You shall celebrate these events each year. This is a permanent law to remind you of this fatal night. The celebration shall last seven days. For that entire period, you are to eat only bread made without yeast. Anyone who disobeys this rule at any time during the seven days of the celebration shall be excommunicated from Israel. On the first day of the celebration and again on the seventh day, there will be special religious services for the entire congregation and no work of any kind may be done on those days except the preparation of food. This annual celebration with unleavened bread will cause you always to remember today as the day when I brought you out of the land of Egypt. So it is a law that you must celebrate this annually, generation after generation. Only bread without yeast may be eaten from the evening of the 14th day of the month until the evening of the 21st day of the month. For these seven days, there must be no trace of yeast in your homes. During that time, anyone who eats anything that has yeast in it shall be as communicated from the congregation of Israel. These same rules apply to foreigners who are living among you, just as much as those as to those born in the land. Again, I repeat, during those days, you must not eat anything made with yeast, severally yeastless bread. Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said to them, go and get lambs from your flocks, a lamb for one or more families, depending upon the number of persons in the families and kill the lamb so that God will pass over you and not destroy you. Drain the lamb's blood into a basin 
and then take a cluster of high sub branches and dip them into the lamb's blood and strike the high sub against the lintel above the door and against the two side panels so that there will be blood upon them. And none of you shall go outside all night. But Jehovah will pass through the land and kill the Egyptians. But when he sees the blood upon the panel at the top of the door and on, on the two side pieces, he will pass over that he will pass over that home and not permit the destroyer to enter and kill your firstborn. And remember, this is a permanent law for you and your posterity. And when you come into the land that the Lord will give you, just as a promise, and when you are celebrating the Passover and your children ask, what does all this mean? What is this ceremony about? You will reply, it is a celebration of Jehovah's passing over us, for he passed over the homes of the people of Israel through though he killed the Egyptians. He passed over our houses and did not come in to destroy us, and all the people bowed their heads and worshipped. Verse 28, so the people of Israel did as Moses and Aaron had commanded. And that night, at midnight, Jehovah killed all the firstborn sons in the land of Egypt, from Pharaoh's oldest son to the oldest son of the captive in the dungeon, also all the firstborn of the cattle. Then Pharaoh and his officials and all the people of Egypt got up in the night, and there was Peter crying throughout all the land of Egypt, for there was not a house where someone had not died. And Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron during the night and said, Leave us, please go away. All of you go and serve Jehovah as you have said. Take your flocks and herds and be gone. And oh, give me a blessing as you go. And the Egyptians were urgent upon the people of Israel to get them out of the land as quickly as possible. For they said, We are as good as them. The Israelis took with them their bread, dough without yeast, and bound their kneading troughs into their spare clothes and carried them on their shoulders. And the people of Israel did as Moses said, and asked the Egyptians for silver and gold jewelry and for clothing. And the Lord gave the Israelis favor with the Egyptians so that they gave them whatever they want. And the Egyptians were practically stripped of everything they owned. That night, the people of Israel left Ramesses and started for Sukkoth. There were 600,000 of them besides all the women and children going on foot. People of various sorts went with them and there were flocks and herds, a vast exodus of cattle. When they stopped to eat, they baked bread from the useless dough they had brought along. It was useless because the people were pushed out of Egypt and they didn't have time to wait for bread to rise to take with them on the trip. The sons of Jacob and their descendants had lived in Egypt 430 years. And it was on the last day of the 430th year that all of Jehovah's people left the land. This night was selected by the Lord to bring these people out from the land of Egypt. So the same night was selected as the date of the honor celebration of God's deliverance. Then Jehovah said to Moses and Aaron, These are the rules concerning the observance of the Passover. No foreigners shall eat the lamb, but any slave who has been purchased may eat it if he has been circumcised. A hired servant or a visiting foreigner may not eat of it. You shall, all of you who eat each lamb, eat it together in one house and not carry it outside. You shall not break any of its bones. All the congregation of Israel shall observe this memorial at the same time. Verse 48, as for foreigners, if they are living with you and want to observe the Passover with you, let all the males be circumcised. 
and then they may come and celebrate with you. Then they shall be just as though they had been born among you. But no uncircumcised person shall eat, ever eat the lamb. The same law applies to those born in Israel and to foreigners living among you. So the people of Israel followed all of Jehovah's instructions to Moses and Aaron. That very day, the Lord brought out the people of Israel from the land of Egypt, wave after wave of them crossing the border. Glory to God. And I'll hand over to esteemed Brother Martins. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for this wonderful opportunity. Praise God. Oh, miracles after miracles. God did signs and wonders in the eyes of the children of Israel. Paradoria to Sivrati. At this point, we're going straight to the affirmation segment of our meeting, and the affirmation is on the screen. We start our affirmation by taking our names. Your name is, you say your name, I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the knowledge of Christ. In this paragraph, are your name, I'm granted. she opened the door Praise God, hallelujah.
So at this point, we'll be going straight to the communion segments of today's meeting. Brothers and sisters, please don't unmute your mics at this point. Thank you so much. Praise God. Our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I receive of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Thank you for the breaking of bread this day. As we break this bread, we declare in the name of the Lord Jesus who will never be broken in life. As we break this bread, we thank you for you are God and you are God alone. And all of creation testify that you are the mighty God. And today we affirm that in you we live, in you we move, in you we have our being. Our lives are hid in Christ in God. Christ is our life. Christ is our life. Christ is our life. And we affirm that Christ is our life. Therefore, no sickness, no infirmity, no plague, no pain can dwell in our body. And we rebuke the pain now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead and break the bread even now and eat it. Praise the Lord, after the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had stopped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often, as often, as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Taliga so, fragli donski, libro konskij of rabadori and degredi. Naragodorian Dija Lamunto Rogobosi Kavavaya. When the Lord prayed for his disciples after his death, burial, and resurrection, he said, Father, the glory that you have given unto me, I have given unto them, so that they will be one, even as we are one. The reason for the glory is the oneness. And even now, as we take this cup, that glory is poured out upon our families. That glory causes healing for every one member of the family. That glory causes a togetherness, a realignment, everyone coming together in love. Oh, even now, we pray for families that have been in disarray, for families that have walked in bitterness, in anger, in malice, in hatred. They are realigning in love by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Realignment even now 
they are coming together, calling one another, walking in love, Father, power of the Holy Ghost, in the name of the Lord Jesus. And even as they walk in love, your healing angels are dispatched even into those families to cause every pain, every sickness to be taken away. From this day, it is done by the power of the Holy Ghost. Go ahead and take the cup now. Paradoria, Kaiban, Dieselekeida, Hustas. Oh, shit, ha, Kalida Kori Paradila Hakade. Go Baranda Severdila Cross Asia Dictus. Right down to these dates. You will see unity in families from this moment by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, we give you praise. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for this wonderful privilege. Thank you so much, everyone. At this point, I'll hand over to our dearest, esteemed, sweet Sister Joy to take us through the remaining part of the meeting. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brother Martin. Praise God. Thank you, esteemed Sister Baka, for this wonderful opportunity. Praise God. All right. Right now, we'd like to celebrate those who have their birthdays today. If it's your birthday today or your wedding anniversary, or if you know anyone who is celebrating today and you would like us to pray for them, please Make use of the chat room. Just drop a message telling us whose birthday it is today. Praise God. Also, if we have those that are joining us for the first time, if it's your first time of connecting to this part by the World Global Time of Devotion, we'd like to meet you. We'd like to welcome you especially. So kindly tell us in the chat room your full name where you're connected from, and who invited you. Hallelujah. If it's your first time of connecting to the Inspired by the World Global Time of Devotion, kindly tell us in the chat room your full name, where you're connected from, and who invited you. I'd like to say a very big welcome to each and every one of us, especially to our first-timers. You're welcome. This is the Inspired by the World Global Family. And on a daily basis between the hours of 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. GMT plus one. We connect to pray. We study the word. We break bread. We affirm words. We like it's always, always a glorious time in God's presence. One thing is certain as you consistently fellowship with us, you will get inspired by the word and your life will not remain the same again in Jesus' name. Once again, you are welcome and please. Remember to drop your full name, where you're connected from, and who invited you in the chat room. If it's your first time, please let us know your full name, where you're connected from, and who invited you. Praise God. All right. So Sister China says yesterday was a nephew's birthday, Ryan. Wow. Happy birthday to Ryan. Praise God. Um. Precious Madukwe says, it's my elder sister's birthday today, Barista Mercy Michael. Happy birthday to your sister. Hallelujah. Um, we have Sister Linda says, it's my first time today. I was invited by Pastor Nadim. I'm Linda Abba from Nigeria. 
You're welcome. What part of Nigeria are you connected from, though? We'd like to know. You're welcome. Sister Maka says yesterday was her friend's birthday. Wow. Happy birthday to your friend. Um, Sister Priscilla says today is her sister-in-law's birthday. Her name is Blessed. Wow. Happy birthday to your sister-in-law. Praise God. We have Ulua Kemi Omiri, Sister Ulua Kemi Omiri, joining from Sweden was invited by Dayolari. You're welcome, Sister Loakemi. Praise God. All right, we have um, Sister Sarah Usiholo Umbauku from Nigeria. She was invited by Sister Kate Okemota. You're welcome, Sister Sarah. Praise God. We have um, Brother Kenneth. He's connected from Lagos, Nigeria. He was invited by Sister Joy Ono. You are welcome, Brother Kenneth. Hallelujah. We have Brother Chuka Michael Unwa Ezuki from Lagos, invited by Sister Vanessa Inwaya. You are welcome, Brother Chuka. All right. Um, Mami Dunami says today is my friend's, my dear friend's birthday. Her name is Mabel Shai, all the way from South Africa. Happy birthday to your friend. Praise God. Um, we have um, Selma Shiluka Shilunga from Namibia, Windwork, invited by Sister Margaret. You're welcome, Sister or Brother Selma. Um, then Sister Chinaya says yesterday was also a sister-in-law's birthday. Her name is Oyeka. Okay, happy birthday to your sister-in-law. All right, uh, we have Brother Shem Izima connected from Nigeria. He was invited um, through Pastor Deborah's WhatsApp link. You're welcome, Brother Shem. Praise God. Then Sister P says, today is my cousin's birthday. Her name is Dorothy Kaimo. Wow, happy birthday to your cousin. Then Brother Sock says, um, could you just send a general message? telling us your full name, where you're connected from, and who invited you. Praise God. Wow. Happy birthday to all of our celebrants and to all of our first-timers. You're welcome. We're so happy. We're so happy to have you join this beautiful family of God. And you're already a part of this family. And the grace has been extended towards you. And we look forward to your job dropping testimonies hallelujah thank you so much esteemed sister Macau, for the privilege to do this on a daily basis right now i would like to hand over to you to kindly help pray for all of our celebrants and first timers okay i think we have more messages we have um kola wale from the uk invited by sister onome and um brother success said he was invited from a french state or sister omolola then we have Sister Helen Fotolela, connected from Namibia, invited by Pastor Bethlehem. You're welcome. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Makama. Over to you, Ma. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just before I pray for those who are celebrating and are connected for the first time, um, remember that in the highlight of our anniversary, our one-year anniversary, we're taking testimonies. Um, if you have a testimony, Please raise your hand while I pray for the celebrants. Heavenly Father, we thank you. You are God all by yourself. God from the dateless past. God in the dateless future. God from age to age. 
You remain the same yesterday, today, and forever. What you do for one, you would do for another under the same circumstances. And even if you have not done it before, you delight in starting with one of us. I pray for you, pray this day, O oh God, that those who are celebrating their birthdays today, that that which you haven't done for anyone before, that that which begins with you and can only be done by you will be their lot today. For those who are connected for the first time, I pray that you'll find solace in your word, inspiration from your word, answers in your word, and they'll be propelled to the next and higher level of grace, of truth, of faith, of hope, and of love. And yes, they will fulfill their purpose without reproach because the word of God is able to build them up and to deliver unto them their inheritance. And Lord, I pray for everyone connected today, O oh God, that they are ushered into the season of enjoying their inheritance in the name of the Lord Jesus, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed sister Joy. Glory to God. Okay, while there is no hand up, I did say yesterday that I was going to share um, my testimony. Um, and then I, uh, during the sitting, sitting time, we started yesterday and um, were led to continue again. So tonight again, during the time for sitting, um, we would be praying for families. If you're wondering, maybe you're connected for the first time and you're wondering what I'm talking about, join the Telegram group. Um, we, we usually post the notification there. We also post on the project and message the groups, inviting you for the sailing. Um, many of us have been connecting for the sailing times and it's been rewarding. It's been amazing. Okay, I have two hands up. Can I have Sister Daisy? Sister Daisy. You have two minutes yes, to share your testimony. Morning. Please go ahead. Okay, Sister Daisy, there's something um, um, with your audio. You need to work on it and then you'll be back. Sister Ifoma. This group on 18th of evening, I connected on it. Okay, Sister Daisy, can you unmute from your end again? Yes, ma'am, I'm here. Okay, we can hear you now. Go ahead. Hello, Ma. Can you hear me? Absolutely. Please go ahead. Okay. At that moment, on 18th of January, I had this issue whereby I was unable to stand, I was unable to walk, I was unable to do anything for myself. And when I connected that morning, I just told myself that this is the this is the plug. I had so much faith that morning. And after the devotion, after the explanation to the rhapsody of reality, the communion, I just told myself that I must get healed. Then what I did on that day, I said, I, I, I tried to replay. I like when during the devotion, I recorded everything that was done during the devotion. I played it in the morning. I played it in the afternoon, and I did everything that was done in that morning. After three days. I woke up in the morning, there was no pain. I could walk, I could still do my jogging, I could still do everything that 
I normally do. I, I was so happy. At that time, I just thought to myself, okay, this is it. I'm not living here. Hallelujah. Secondly, I have a lot of testimonies. Is it the Bible reading? For years, I've been trying to do the one-year Bible reading. And each year, when I put it in my resol resolution for the year, if I'm able to do for just January, at the end of the day, I will just stop there. But last year, it was something else. It was easy. Even after the devotion, I still have the, the, the time to go back to my Bible too. I'll be like, this is interesting. I realized that everything that I require to live a successful Christian life is actually embedded in the word of God. Even the things that I never imagined that are even in the word of God, I saw them. Is it the explanations? Is it the, oh God, I don't know how to, but I'm just so happy. Then secondly, there are times of prophecy whereby it will be specifically for me. Maybe they will not say hey, it's Daisy that you're talking about, but it's me. I could remember one striking one when um, Bro Martins talked about conspiracy. Oh my God. The conspiracy was actually against me in my office. What, what happened? I was summoned. And what happened? I went for a midweek service and a lot of tourists went around. And the day they called me, I just told myself that Brother Martin said, that there was a that is called the Lord to speak for you, and that's exactly what happened. Because I couldn't have imagined myself coming out what I did not know about. But to my utmost amazement, God was there with, for for me. I want to thank every one of you, the co-hosts, Stamaka. You are just amazing. God bless you for this group. I, just, I thank God for my life last year. The devotion, like my Christian life has actually grown from 1 to 99. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Sister Maka. I'm really God. grateful. Thank you so much, Sister Daisy. Thank you. Brothers and sisters, there are people who actually wake up and they cannot walk and till today they are not walking. If she tells you that I woke up one day, I couldn't walk, I couldn't do anything. And then she says how that <clears throat> she recorded everything from the devotion that day and played it morning, afternoon and night. And she said she broke bread all those three times and she waged war. And she woke up after three days. She was walking, she was perfect until then she's perfect. We take time to record this daily devotion if you have observed on a daily basis and we often would share the podcast. If by any chance you miss a devotion, please go to the podcast and listen so that you don't miss out on this journey. Praise God. Sister Ifoma, over to you, please. Thank you so much, Ma, for this opportunity. You know, I want to thank God for for his love, for his mercies. It has really been a, a wonderful journey, joining uh, inspired by the world. I know I joined, uh, I was among those that joined, you know, those early times, that's January. You know, God has been faithful. I was coming from, you know, let me just say that in, in this place, I've learned to, to love with all my heart. I've learned to forgive with all my heart. There was a time it was a eh? the anger as in there's this anger that if you're by my side you you will notice that the anger is oozing out if there's an english word like that because of so many things that's happened within and around me 
But in this place, I've learned to love. I've learned to forgive. I've learned to let go. You know, I've learned to, you know, as in forgive with all my heart and forgotten, not that you forgive and you're still holding it back. Like when I talk about those things, it doesn't, you know, I don't feel any pain. I don't feel any hatred. I just feel love, you know, for one another. In this place, I've learned to, you know, finish the Bible. Like the last sister, sister this that said, at times in your, in, uh, you know, during, uh, in the first day, you just say, make a resolution. I want to read the Bible in one year. And at the end of the day, you find out that you are not able to read it. But in this place, inspired by the word, I've been able to do that. And my life, you know, when Stamaka was talking this morning, immediately said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. If you're here, you will know that it's, it's just, it's our slang. Like, Stamaka will say that the word of God has to build you first. It's when the word of God builds you, then the word of God will, you know, then your inheritance will now come to you. You will see your inheritance. You have to be built up first. And I tell you that I am no longer the same person, the same informer that maybe people that knew me last year, or as in 2020. I'm a different person in every aspect of my life. In my spiritual life, I've learned to, you know, before I'll be like, I want to have somebody that will pray with me or what. But now I told myself, if you have the Holy Ghost, you can stand on your own and you can pray and God hears you. And it has been happening like that. And again, is it, you know, the, the most striking of it, if you knew me, you will know that Ifoma is associated with chest pain, as in not even to talk of the other one, the, the those small demon one, as in pain. When you have chest pain, every month, this one is every month, I will be admitted in the hospital. It goes since 2016, I buried, my, my mom was buried. It's, it keeps on like this. Every month from Abuja to Jaws, from and to Austria, the day my brother witnessed it, he said, Is it what you've been going to? It's no month, as in I'm not exaggerating. Every month I'll be admitted in the hospital, they'll give me all kind of medications, they give me all kind of and when this pain, you just look at me, you notice that the pain is swollen. They did not beat me, I did not hit my chest anywhere. But the pain, even at times, if I go to the hospital, they say, What well, did you did you fall down over here? They'll be they want to know if somebody, you know, so that they'll call a uh, police on them. I told them, no, I didn't fall. But you just wake up, you see that your chest is so swollen. You can't even do anything. If I'm walking, I have to bend. You know, like the aged people, they have to, they just have to bend to walk. That's, you know, how it, several occasions they've called ambulance. But in this place, inspired by the word, oh, my father. Oh, my father. I'm grateful, Sister Maka. Thank you so much. Brother Martins, thank you. Sister Deb, he showed all of you. I'm so grateful. I remember those Sister Maka court. Say, Foma, are you here? Are you here? And she said those prayers. Or is it the communion every time Brother Martins say every chest pain? Here am I today. It has been long. It's even since late last year that the, I cannot feel the pain. You know, no, I can't feel the pain again. I can't even remember that I have any pain on my chest. I can hit my chest. I can do anything. There is no more pain. As in no more, no more, no more, no more pain. You know, I want to give God all the glory that at least I have my life back. The other small demon. You know, that one is, I don't even remember it. As in, it was just a few days ago that somebody was looking at me, say, former. Are you really sure that you had you had that small? I say, 
I said, I don't know. I don't even remember. It's just that the medications. And I told the person, I said, I'm working on it. And soon, all these, their implants and their medications, it will be a thing of the past. You know, Samaka was saying something yesterday. He said, you have to, you have to, you have to give yourself time. You know, I am on that. I am working on it. And soon, and soon, the medications, the type, everything, it will be a thing of the past because God has started it. Is able more than ever not only that you know i don't depend i'm not on my own i'm happy i wake up i do it you know it's just you're doing it on your in (laughs) and it's just stomach thank you and if you're here you don't don't get anywhere like i told myself i say i go nowhere because the covering the grace is too much as in you feel it day by day i look forward to every 6 a.m my alarm will always i look forward and everyone that has been joining you know god bless you god is a rewarder because i was just checking i said the the the, the data you know the, like I, I will invite some people i said don't worry i can even send your data because they keep telling me that data one day two days and some of you have been even consistent oh god is not unjust God, you know, God bless you. God bless you for for your consistency. You don't know what it means. It's God bless you. You know, oh dear Lord Jesus, so tally brush Thank you, Sister Maka. Thank you. Praise God. <laughs> See, um, some of you, maybe you are new. I want to tell you, Sister, from our story, you may not understand. There were days Sister Ifoma was connecting from the hospital. There were days after the devotion, I would call her and we are praying. She was diagnosed of cancer. It was terminal. She was almost gone. She got healed in this place. Not necessarily because there was a special prayer, but showing up daily, the word of God kept working on her. She's a totally different person from the time that she connected. She's telling you now that she's not having um, hospital epic episodes anymore because there were days when she was in the hospital for long times this word of god brothers and sisters it works you see when when cancer has done damage to your body over time even when you get healed the body needs to recover so she's telling you that i'm going through the recovery process but i'm on it And we understand the principles of the kingdom. We understand the principles behind miracles. So we are not moved. You know, there were times when she would call me and say, Sister Maka, you know, even after the, I I remember a particular day and we were praying and then I just kept seeing her picture. I just kept seeing her picture. And then by the time I came up, I called her name and then we all prayed for her in this place. And then almost that week or the next week, she, 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 was, she began to bleed and she landed in the hospital again. I was not moved. I also understand the principle of counter-attack and also the principle of surprise. You see, see, brothers and sisters, you go for master's degree in communications, you go for PhD, you want to be a professor, please be a professor in the word of God. Take, get, become a doctor of faith, become a doctor in miracles, become a doctor in the understanding of the God life. It's a, it's, you can, the, you, you know, um, um, one of the things that's common with PhD students is that they read often, they, they read back to back. Because you want to, you want to, you want to make a name in a in an educational industry. You want to known as a, you want to be known as a professor of science, as a professor of this, as a professor of that. Please be a professor of the word. And I can dare to say that in this place we are professors of the word. 
If you have been here the last one year, we celebrated our one year anniversary on the 17th of January. If you've been here, one of the things that have happened to you is that you have mastered the doing of the word. You have mastered the working of the word. It's not by qualification. It's not by, it's not by office. It's not by appointment. You heard her say she was in the space where she could not be alone. She's telling you now that I, I'm alone. I'm okay. I'm fine. I wake up every day. I'm excited about life. She was not always like that. Maybe the only reason she didn't take her life is because ah, um, if she commits suicide as a Christian, she knows she's not going to meet the Lord in heaven. But it was that bad. What is your situation that you are here? That you think, and, and you know, I'm just, I'm just inspired by, the, by today's article because that's what we preach here every day. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, the word of his grace. The, the, hey God, what grace are you looking for? The grace has something that pilots it, something that propels it. It is the, the word, the word of his grace. Is that it is able to build you up. The abilities in the word, forget, you just come. You don't have to have abilities. The ability is in the word. It will build you up. You heard it today. It will build you up emotionally. It will build you up financially. Many came here with family issues. Now they did not only receive transformation in the family. Finances are doing well. Business is doing well. Work is doing well. You know, um, 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 yes, they were having a selling and then a lady was saying how that since she graduated, she has not gotten a job. Brothers and sisters, we are past the stage of looking for jobs. We have come to the stage of creating jobs. Come up here and be who God has made you to be. God made us creators, not consumers. We create and we distribute. If you look at the verse of the scripture in Genesis, when he says, and God made man in our image, he told man, he said, be fruitful. He said, dominate. He said, and reproduce. He said, replenish the earth. Be fruitful means produce fruits. He made us producers. By virtue of that statement, he said, you are a producer. When he says dominate, when he says replenish, that is reproduce, continue producing. That means there will never be an end to your creativity. There will never be an end to your innovation. He says dominate. That means you are going to be a global brand. Brothers and sisters, your business is global. You better believe it and you better say it every day. Your ideas are global. Your brands are global. Your projects, your products and services, they are global. Because God told man to dominate. Then it says replenish the earth. That means feel everywhere. Go viral. This is the life we've been called to live. And we better, we better become all, all these things before the rapture. How, how can you, a Christian, be the one that is praying and crying in the house? for a job when God made you to give jobs. Anyways, I understand that is the programming of many Africans because that's how Africa was programmed. But that's why pastor will say, don't be an African in your mind. You may have been born in Africa, but don't be an African in your mind. Be a Zionite, be a seed of Abraham. Think like one, act like one and do like one. We've come to a stage where CRN will shake the world from Africa. They think it's only pastor Chris that they have to deal with. We are coming. When we arrive, and when, when you, you, you know the thing about a, a, a volcano, it begins to explode from the bottom. You don't see it coming. But when it comes out from the ground and it explodes into the world, you better give it away or you are destroyed. Some of us, if the glory of the latter will surpass that of the former, if they thought they've seen anything yet, 
that you wait for the products of Pastor Chris. When we storm everywhere in this world, even day to day, we want to go at the rapture because they don't want to stay back. It's already 7.30 and I haven't shared my testimony. So I don't know if I'm going to share the testimony at the ceiling tonight or I should wait till tomorrow morning at the devotion to, say, to share it. I'll share it at the devotion so that we can um, have, um, but I, we're dealing with families this period. And during the ceiling, we're praying for families. If you're showing up for the ceiling today, um, type out all the names of your family members before you come. Um, type them out because we require you to post them on the chat room while we pray. You know, so um, um, type them out, your parents, your siblings, your loved ones, in-laws, and whatever, whoever you want us to pray for. There's a major attack on families, especially Christian families at this time. But we're going to, he said, even the, the, the lawful captive of the mighty shall be set free. That is by, by it, is, it is lawful that that one was held captive, but even that one will be set free. How much more the unlawful one? We want to rot some, we want to, see, <laughs> Lord help us with the way we are going. We, we shake this world and we're shaking it already. So please come with the names of your family members. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to be sharing my testimony as it connects with hairs of bondage. I was saying to them at the sailing um, um, class, um, sailing time yesterday night, and I was saying that, I need, I, 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 I'm led to take a class on the hairs of bondage. First and foremost, the message by Pastor Chris, go and listen, listen to it. But in the class, I want to bring it home for you so that you understand how it relates with you and how you can, if you at all have found yourself in that space where you are a hair of bondage, you can walk out. And let me explain what it means. You have a man, I remember a pastor sharing a testimony of a man who his father had died before he was 50. His granddad had died before he was 50. And then now he was 48. And then he was diagnosed of the same disease that killed his granddad and his dad. He's a hair of bondage. Though he's in Christ, he's still connected to a generational tie. When we come to Christ, we, 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 we are disconnected from every earthly tie and we become ties with the seed of Abraham. And that, that, that lineage cannot be corrupted. But many, though in Christ, are still connected. And that's where the word of God comes in. Because when you get born again, it's your spirit that gets born again. This thing about the word of God, when we say be renewed by the word of God, it's not a joke. And it's not, a, it's not an advice. You better take it as an instruction and as law because instruction is your life. Because that is why many of you are still connected to those things that plagued your grandparents, your great-grandparents, the cancer that killed your great-grandmother, your grandmother, and your mother is the same thing that has come to you, yet you are in Christ. What is happening? Hairs of bondage. We'll talk more about that, and we'll talk about when we would have the class. And it could just be one of the sessions immediately after the devotion. Praise God. Thank you, everyone, for connecting. I'll share my testimony tomorrow morning. And thank you for staying with us. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for listening. And thank you for returning with testimonies. Be bold. Be bold. The word of God works. Why are we sharing these testimonies? So you would know that there's no hopeless case with the word. It will build you up. If your health was deteriorating, it will build your health up back to life. Just like Sister Informa's testimony. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, I wonder how heaven will be like. When, when your life is sweet like this, you understand that you cannot miss heaven. There's no fear of the rapture. You are just waiting for the rapture. Say, oh, even so come, Lord Jesus. 
or how many of you have discovered that's been here there's no you you are excited every time you hear about the rapture because you are ready you are daily ready praise god Sister Tina will post the message heads of bondage on our Telegram group and, of course, on our um, Project Message a Day groups. Please listen to it in preparation for the class. God bless you. Okay, so we've come to the end of today's class, um, today's <laughs> devotion. What a, what a journey and what a day. Thank you, everyone. Let's omit at this moment as we share the benediction. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet of the Holy Spirit, all and forevermore. In Jesus' name, forevermore. And surely, goodness and mercy of the Lord, in the house of the Lord, Enjoy the rest of your day, everyone. I'm alive. I'm alive.